You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol, and hello, everyone. I'm so glad you've joined us today for episode number 131. Today's episode is about being thankful we can be the person God created us to be in whatever form that may take. It's the third in our thankfulness series leading up to Thanksgiving Day next week here in the U.S., Our Canadian friends beat us to the punch with their own Thanksgiving on the second Monday in October. We started our series with episode 129, Thankful We Don't Always Have to Be Right, followed by Thankful We Can Make Memories in episode 130. I'll have links to each of these at the bottom of the show notes. Today we're going to consider a story from the Bible that illustrates an important relational concept we can be thankful for. It's found in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 14. And I'll read just six verses, verses 3 through 9. It goes like this. Meanwhile, Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume made from essence of nard. She broke open the jar and poured the perfume over his head. Some of those at the table, and these were all the disciples of Jesus, mostly men, including Judas Iscariot, some of these at the table were indignant. Why waste such expensive perfume, they asked. It could have been sold for a year's wages and the money given to the poor. So they scolded her harshly. But Jesus replied, Leave her alone. Why criticize her for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you, and you can help them whenever you want. But you will not always have me with you. She has done what she could and has anointed my body for burial ahead of time. I tell you the truth. Wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, This woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. What caught my eye in this passage was the last line in verse 9. This woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. Well, I remembered this story as I read it quite a few times, but I don't recall ever discussing it. Which raises the question then, well, who's talking about this story? Jesus said lots of people would be. Who's talking about it, I wonder? I then looked at parallel accounts in the other Gospels and found the same story in John 12 and in Matthew 26. These two accounts mention the woman in the story is named Mary, who happens to be the sister of Martha, both of whom are sisters of Lazarus. And this is how I found out who's talking about this woman's story. It's other women who have been talking, and they've been talking about it for centuries. Countless women's Bible studies talk about Mary and her sister Martha. 
We learn in other places in the gospel that Martha is the practical, task-oriented one, while Mary is the relational, more feelings-oriented, sensitive sister. There have been a gazillion sermons preached about their relationship, about the priority Mary placed on worshiping Jesus and relating with others, while her sister is slaving away in the kitchen. These sermons always elevate Mary's values over Martha, which really is the main point of this particular story, that our worship and relationship with Jesus are far more important than our to-do list and completing tasks. I really do get that. It is the main point. But there is a secondary part of this story that focuses on the character and personality of Mary that I find both interesting and encouraging. In Mary, we see someone who has learned that we can be thankful to be the person God created us to be. God created Mary to be different from her practical, task-oriented sister Martha and to be different from the mostly male disciples that were equally pragmatic and practical as Martha when it came to how they spend their money, as we see in this story. In relating with Jesus, Mary was being the person God created her to be. Now, that doesn't mean she didn't have things to work on in her life but she was reflecting the character of God well. She was reflecting the hierarchy of God's values in this story. God certainly values feeding the poor and being wise with our finances, as we see in Mark's account, but he values worshiping and honoring his son even more. Mary was comfortable enough in her own skin to be the person God created her to be in the face of criticism from others. You know, it's one thing to face opposition from outsiders. It's quite another thing to get it from within your own tribe, as Mary did, from people whose worldview and mission in life is the same as yours, as in Mary's case with her fellow Jesus followers, the disciples mentioned in the story. Mary was not a people pleaser. She had to stand up to her sister and also to the crowd of men who were in the same room as she was in this story. They were all on the same team, yet they had differing values. Mary must have been a sensitive yet strong woman to stand up to the peer pressure from these male disciples. In reflecting upon this story, It occurred to me that the cost of not being who God created you to be is high. There's a loss when you try to be someone else, because who you really are is then lost to the world. The contribution God intends for you to make to the world doesn't happen when you're busy trying to be someone you're not. People who could have been blessed when you be the person God created you to be miss out on that blessing. We create a fertile field of relational dysfunction when we choose not to be the person God created us to be. One way we do this is by selling ourselves short with self-limiting attitudes and behaviors. We impose restrictions on ourselves that God never intended. We find ourselves saying no 
more than yes to opportunities to stretch ourselves in becoming the person God created us to be. Another way we create relational dysfunction for ourselves is when we don't respect the limits God placed within us. It's when we think we can do it all. When we say yes more than we say no to the choices that come our way. We ignore the relational principle of every time we say yes to something, we are saying no to something else. It's when we become a people pleaser, thinking our job is to make people happy, even if it's beyond the limits God has set for us to do so. All this happens when we choose not to be the person God created us to be, and it really is a choice. So, what what does all of this mean for all of us? How can we use what we've heard today to improve the relationships in our life? Well, I would, I would start with a great quote from Oscar Wilde who said, Be yourself, everyone else is taken. I love that. Be yourself, everyone else is taken. There's just too much pressure to live under when we feel we have to be someone we're not. There's great freedom and joy that comes from resting in the fact we can be the person God created us to be. Like Mary in the story that I read, we can be thankful we don't have to be like other people, even those close to us, like family members or people we work with. The only person we need to please is Jesus, and he will show us how to do so which may be completely different than the way he shows other people. As long as we are all on the same page with Jesus, we don't have to be like others, and others don't have to be like us. Oh, and one last thought. Let's not be like the disciples in the story I read in the beginning. Don't make it difficult for others to be the person God created them to be. Be their cheerleader instead. Well, here's uh, the main point that I hope you remember from today's episode. Uh, The main takeaway that I hope sticks with you. It's this. God created us in his image to reflect his character well. So be thankful we can be the person God created us to be in whatever form it takes. I'd love to hear any thoughts you may have about today's episode. Just send them to me in an email to john at caringforothers.org. Or you can share your thoughts in the leave a comment box at the bottom of the show notes. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show. To reflect on how you can be thankful to be the person God created you to be. And also to consider how you can help others be the person God created them to be. In doing so, you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. That's all for today. I look forward to connecting with you again next week. Goodbye for now.